What's up, everybody? Anton Crilly here from ecommercelifestyle.com, and welcome back to the podcast. Hope everybody is having a good week, having a successful start, and hoping to uh, continue that today and through the weekend. So what we are going to talk about today is something that I get a lot of questions about, and rightfully so. This is related to customer service, and the question is, should you buy what you know, people call, I'm doing like air quotes here, I know you can't see me, but should you buy test products from dropship suppliers? And what people mean when they're asking this is, let's just say you find a potential supplier you wanna work with on a dropshipping store, should you actually order something from them as if you were a customer, receive it to your house or office or wherever you are, and check out the quality, right? And again, I get why people ask this, because it, like, if you wanna be successful long-term in your business, customer service really is the most important thing. Your customers need to be happy. And if they are happy, they're gonna buy more from you, they're gonna leave you positive positive reviews, which will in turn have more people buy from you, and they're going to recommend your products to their family and their friends. While on the other hand, if you have bad customer service and customers have a bad experience, they're going to tell the world. And when people research you online, they're going to see what your previous customers have to say. And if it's not good, they're not going to buy from you. So there's definitely a lot like this. This isn't just about product quality when it comes to delivering a great experience to your customers. But the, the main concern for a lot of people starting out isn't, you know, how good are we going to be with responding to emails or live chats or phone calls, even though those are all very important. And I show you how to automate a lot of that inside of my coaching program over at dropshiplifestyle.com. But the first question people typically think is, should I order these test products from my suppliers to make sure the quality is there? So I'll take you through my, you know, thoughts on this and how it works, um, because the answer is going to change, you know, from from drop shipping business model to drop shipping business model. Even though that might sound a little bit crazy, let me just explain. So um, I'm recording this episode. What is it? It's early in 2021, so things already have shifted. But a couple of years ago, you know, drop shipping from China was like. I don't even know what to say. It was like the most popular thing. Like when people, and they probably still do for a large part, but when people thought of drop shipping, they thought, okay, find something that is from China, have it, you know, just shipped directly from China to my customers. And that's how I'm going to drop ship, right? It, it is drop shipping, but they were planning on working with basically no name companies and trying to market the products online. And what this led to, you've probably heard me talk about it before, is really long lead times and subpar product quality, not because everything made in China is crap or anything like that, but because what these store owners were trying to do is just find a random company online in China that says, yeah, we have a $10 widget, sell it for whatever you want. And then the first people to receive this thing were their customers. And usually it was a bunch of orders going out at once. Then what happens if the customers receive it and it doesn't at all? all meet their expectations, you know, add that on top of the extremely long shipping times. And what you get when you're drop shipping from China is very unhappy customers. So I actually wanted to do my own like little personal experiment. Uh, this is probably going back like three or four years ago, but I was like, okay, you know, I obviously I don't drop ship from China. I only work with domestic brands at my coaching company at Dropship Lifestyle. We only teach how to work with domestic brands, but I thought, let me just order some of these products to actually see what the customer is experiencing. So I did kind of order these, you know, quote unquote test products. And what happened is the products besides maybe like 
I don't even remember. I think one was okay, but I think I ordered a handful, maybe four or five, and almost all of them were complete crap. So in that scenario back then, it, or even now, if for some reason you still think drop shipping from China is a good idea, again, it, it's not, so don't do it. But then it would make sense to order sample products. You're still gonna have unhappy customers because they have long lead times and because returns are basically not a thing. But you at least then can see, is this the minority of products where the quality somewhat meets the description? Or is this thing just complete crap that anybody would want to refund on, um, you know, and call me or email me complaining about? So that's when I think people started to think about ordering these test products, right? So again, I don't recommend drop shipping from China, but if you ever were to do that, then that's when it would make sense to order, a, again, quote unquote, test product. Now, with my method, right, my dropship lifestyle method, what we do is sell for brands. So we actually leverage other companies' products and their names to sell their products. And we try to sell for every reputable brand within a niche that we get into. So let's just say I was going to build a stand-up paddleboard store, right? This is one of the examples I give in the Dropship Blueprint. Again, you can learn more over at dropshiplifestyle.com. But let's say I was gonna sell stand-up paddleboards and I was doing my research and I found 20 different brands that make stand-up paddleboards. Well, these are products where the average sale price, what I would sell to customers for, it's probably about a thousand bucks, right? So I think you can already see the difference here. We don't sell $10 widgets where I'll send you know, $20 to China and see what happens. I'm not gonna send $1,000 to 20 different paddleboard companies and then have 20 different stand-up paddleboards show up at my home. And, you know, even beyond that, most of the brands make sometimes, you know, five products, sometimes 100 products or more. So I'm not gonna spend a couple hundred thousand dollars and have paddleboards everywhere, right? So of course, we're not gonna do that. And then to take it even to an extreme, um, I was doing the research once for like a, a side project for chandeliers. And I think I found like 580 suppliers or something like that. So again, you're not going to order, you know, 580 at a minimum chandeliers to test the quality. So what can you do though? Because there still is risk involved. So I want to be clear on that. Like even though you're working with domestic brands, you still, if you haven't seen the product, if you haven't touched it, you don't know if it's good quality or not. And that's true for us. So I guess first I should get out of the way. We never order sample or test products, whatever you wanna call them. But what we do is our research. You know this if you're a member of Dropship Lifestyle. Um, I am big, big, big on research. I want to know if something's gonna work before it doesn't. And that's because a lot of times in the past, in the past decade plus, I've learned the hard way. So some basic things that you can do if you find 20 different possible brands that you wanna sell for, is literally do the most basic thing and go to Google and search for their products. And what you're looking for is reviews. So you're looking for reviews maybe on their own website or ideally on your future competitors' websites and you're seeing what people have to say about them. Do they have no reputation at all? Do they have a positive reputation? Do they have a bad reputation? Based on what you find, the, the, the way you move forward is going to be very different. Now, something else you'll wanna do, again, basic, but it really helps, is look for reviews of the brand as a whole. So not just for the products, but search for the brand name 
plus reviews in Google and see what you find in this case for each of those 20 brands. Again, are people bashing them online? Is there really just nothing out there yet because it's a smaller brand? Or is it a company that already has a bunch of really positive reviews about the brand and their product quality? Now, another thing you can do if you can't find any information at all on them is just dive deeper into the brand's history. Because a lot of these companies that do make you know, for lack of a better words, just crappy products, they are not companies that last. Again, surprise, surprise, right? Like customer service and customer satisfaction is key for us, but it's also key for these brands. So one thing we look into when we're doing our supplier research is how long have they been in business? You know, are they established? What does their history look like, right? Because if we're not finding anything for them online, but they've been in business 20 years and they've sold, you know, thousands of units or whatever of whatever it is, then it's not something that people are obviously not happy with or else you'd find those negative reviews. So we look for that on their websites. We look for that at other websites. We ask potential sales reps when we call the companies to get approved. We ask them these questions. And a couple other like next level things I can give you are attending trade shows. This is definitely not necessary, but I've been to a lot of trade shows, not so much this past year, not at all this past year, but a lot over the past decade. And it's a great way to meet sometimes like 300 different potential brands in person and actually see the products they have on display. What a lot of uh, normal, I'm doing like air quotes again, but normal trade shows are doing this year is virtual trade shows that are on Zoom or similar platforms. So not as good as in person, but still a way to have those connections online. So you could check that out as well. Now, um, one more thing I'm not going to go into detail now simply because it's not the, the point of this podcast and I like as much as possible to try to keep them on, on track and on message. But if you're listening to this and you want to know like what the next steps are once you find these suppliers and you know make sure they're not selling crap products or producing crap products. Um, by the way, it's not just products itself. Like, are you finding a bunch of reviews that say the products were damaged while in transit, right? Maybe their packaging just sucks. Like those are things you find through research. But once you find them, the next step is to determine if they are bronze suppliers, silver suppliers, or gold suppliers. And I show you exactly how to do that in module four of the Dropship Blueprint. So if you're a member of Dropship Lifestyle, which I know a lot of our listeners are, so good on you. If you're listening and you're not a member, I don't understand. Go to dropshipwebinar.com. You get a free training from me there and I'll make you a special offer. Again, that's dropshipwebinar.com. But either way, in module four of the Dropship Blueprint, I show you how to determine if these are bronze, silver, or gold suppliers. And then of course, I give you the scripts, what to say, what to do to get approved. So as always, guys, hope you found this episode helpful. That's gonna do it. We'll wrap this one up. If you got value, as always, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave the show a five-star review. It means a lot. I will link in the description for how to do that. And if you want to know more, you want to be part of my program, Dropship Lifestyle was voted best e-commerce course by Shopify. You can go to dropshipwebinar.com. I will link that up below as well. So thank you, everybody. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you on Monday for the next episode of the e-commerce lifestyle podcast. See everybody.